you could see into the spirit realm, you would know. Gina is a tough case. So much pain. So much anger in this young woman. Gina will cost you 12 measures of tears. She will break your heart. She'll cost you 852 measures of patience, 7,227 heartfelt prayers, and 1,725 measures of persistence. She will take all the love you have and give you nothing in return. But when Gina is born again, she will become one of God's great influencers. First, she must be freed from Satan's firm grip on her mind, and she must know God's love that will lead her to repentance. Who will pay the price? The call goes out from heaven. Her family and friends hear Holy Spirit nudging them to lovingly pay a measure of patience here, a double measure of loving kindness there. Day after day, their love touches Gina, loosening the soil of her hardened heart. Each touch of love is a nudge toward Jesus. Old Mother Heath, one of God's seasoned intercessors, receives the assignment to pray for Gina, who lives in her apartment building. Mother Heath won't quit until God prevails. Day after day, she prays for Gina. One Friday, after another wild night of partying, Gina went home, looked in the mirror, and began to cry. Her life was so empty. Holy Spirit began to speak to her, and she thought of her godly sister, Sharon, and Gina decided she wanted what her sister had. Holy Spirit led Gina in a prayer that made Jesus her Savior and Lord. Then her heart was strangely warmed and Gina felt God's love as never before. Gina just sat in her favorite chair in her tiny living room and let God's love wash away the years of pain and shame. She had to tell someone. Her heart was so full of joy, she felt she would burst. Sharon, of course. She reached for her mobile phone. Someone was knocking at the door. Gina opened the door, and her jaw dropped open. Then she grabbed Sharon in a long, warm hug. I just gave my life to God. Gina said into Sharon's ear. I know, said Sharon. He sent me here. Tears fell. (sighs) Gina gasps. God is so real. There were tears, more tears, and more hugs, and wave after wave of God's love as Sharon revealed Jesus and his love to Gina that night. They talked for hours. Then they just sat in the presence of God that had been in the room for hours. Upstairs, in apartment 20B, Mother Heath was filled with glorious joy. Tears fell down her face. Her prayer assignment was over. Gina was free. She had given her life to God. Gina's angel rejoices the loudest of all the angels in heaven as the celebration goes on. A few months later, Gina was thinking of all the people who had prayed for her, who had shared Jesus with her and those who had just loved her. She now knew that they were loving her with God's love. She had rejected them many times, but she was so grateful they had been persistent. As she thought about this, Gina realized that God was inviting her to do for others what friends and family had done for her. Wow, assignments. God has assignments for me. Gina was thrilled, and she began to live every day listening and looking for those who needed a touch, a love touch from God. She quietly loved them as Holy Spirit led her. Some of the things she did were anonymous. It was a secret shared only by her and God. She prayed for people, really prayed. God had messages for some people. Gina shared as God told her. She didn't worry about what happened next. She planted seeds gently and respectfully, always honoring the people. Some people rejected her words, but she prayed, knowing God's word does not return empty. It accomplishes what God desires. Isaiah 55.11 Gina's story is your story. The third step to let God restore the wasted years of your life is show love. 
Show people God by showing them his love. This is the fourth video in the series, Let God Restore the Wasted Years of Your Life. See the watch list to see the, all the videos in this series. Loving people with God's love is the third step to let God restore the wasted years of your life. Our brokenness is healed as we serve others, loving them with the love God gives us. Serving others gets our minds off ourselves and the pain of our past. It keeps our minds in the present, and serving others gives us the attitude of Jesus who came to serve all mankind. God restores meaning and purpose in our lives as we receive his assignments to love others. We'll find the things we lost, the love, friendships, joy, and peaceful satisfaction of a life lived for God as we show love. Luke twenty-two twenty-six in the Passion Translation says, The greatest honor and authority is reserved for the one who has a servant heart. The three steps to let God restore the wasted years of your life are practical steps you can take every day. The first step is to know God, to know love. The key here is your daily desire and pursuit of God is what empowers your restoration. God wants you to passionately seek him and find him every day. He wants you to experience his love every day. Jeremiah 29, 13 to 14 in the New King James Version says, And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. The second step to grow love, to grow like God, is we grow by being loved by God's people and letting them help us remove our grave clothes. Our grave clothes are the things from the past that still have us bound, tied up like Lazarus when he came out of the grave. See John 11. And we grow love by letting God transform us through the Romans 12 process in the Bible. As we renew our minds with God's word, he changes us into new people by changing the way we think. Romans 12.2, the New Living Translation, says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And the third step is to show love, show people God. Jesus paid the price to free every person from Satan's prison of sin, self, and death, but there's a human price that is paid for each person's freedom. First, captives must be freed by prayer to remove the chains of satanic deception, selfishness, and sin that are holding them in captive. The truth is that the door to Satan's prison is wide open. Jesus opened it over 2,000 years ago, and it can never be closed again. Those held captive are held by deception. They literally can't see what they are. They literally can't see that they're in prison, sentenced to death. And they can't see the open door, the freedom, the wonderful life that God has for them just outside of their prison. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 in the New Living Translation says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They're unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. The thoughts that keep people from seeing the truth are strongholds in their minds. Their lies that have become their core beliefs. They strongly hold on to these lies because they believe they're true. If we pray, God will tear down these strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5, New Living Translation. We're human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Second, someone has to share the gospel truth, which will set people free. 
Romans 10.14, the CEV translation. How can people have faith in the Lord and ask him to save them if they've never heard of him? And how can they hear unless someone tells them? John 8.32 in the NIV, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you're really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yes, the truth will set them free. And third, someone has to love that person with God's love to soften their hearts so they can receive the seeds of the gospel, which will set them free. 1 John 4.19, New King James Version. We love him because he first loved us. It's knowing that we're loved that causes us to come to repentance, to come to Christ. My prayer is that you will have the joy of living a life of service and adventure with Jesus. And when your time on earth is over, may you hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. As Jesus wraps his arms around you, you have been restored. Activation. Every prayer, every time you share a simple truth about God and Jesus, every touch of love is a nudge that pushes a person towards Jesus. God has given each of us the ministry of nudges. Each of us is called to touch the lives of someone every day with God's love. So, go have an adventure. Sometimes God will tell you specific things to do. Pray the prayer he tells you. Give the homeless guy $5. Be patient with your daughter. Share how God helped you with your anger problem with an angry friend. These are all small nudges that push people toward Jesus. Do the small things daily and God will give you bigger assignments. Showing the love of God to others heals you, restores your self-esteem, and draws you closer to God. Go love someone. That's your activation. And then do it every day. A nudge here, a nudge there, and tell me what happens. Leave a voicemail at 10minutetransformation.com. I want to hear your stories of God working in the lives of others and in your life, too. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. And... Thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation.